Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Cars, a copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Welcome to sleep, calling all cars, attention all cars. Attention all Los Angeles County Sheriff's cars, broadcast 100 gates. A dead body has been found under the Spring Street Bridge in North Long Beach. That's all. Rose and Rose. announcement a few weeks ago, Rio Grande revolutionized the gasoline industry. Today, the independent dealers selling Rio Grande's new G-gas have the gasoline bootleggers on the run. Refiners of sulfuric, carbon-laden gasolines are losing business, regardless of their cut prices, because motorists now know that no gasoline is safe to use unless it equals United States Government Specification Number VBG101. Rio Grande offers motorists the first low-price gasoline guaranteed to exceed this government specification. Rio Grande's new G-Gas sets a new high-quality standard in the low-price market. If you are tempted to buy cut-price gasoline, first ask to see a written guarantee that it meets government specifications. If it doesn't, don't buy it. Drive into a Rio Grande station. Look at the written guarantee on the G-Gas pump, proving that it exceeds United States government specifications. The new G-Gas is the finest gasoline in the low-price field. But make no mistake, fine as it is, Rio Grande's G-Gas is not as good a value as Rio Grande cracked gasoline. For very little more per gallon, you get 100% efficiency, to ethyl, and police car performance. You see, Rio Grande's cracked gasoline is refined by a patented process so that it exceeds even government's top-grade emergency certification. That's why police officials of so many communities have chosen cracks in competition with every other gasoline available to power more police cars, ambulances, fire engines, and other emergency equipment than any other brand. So if you are a user of low-priced gasoline, protect yourself by getting Rio Grande's guaranteed G-Gas. But if you want the best buy for your money, more speed, more power, more mileage, more value, then use the gasoline for each car you. Rio Grande Crack. Tonight, Calling All Cars presents a guest artist, the well-known English stage and screen star, Miss Elsie Preston, who will be heard in tonight's dramatization in the part of Mrs. Lady Ransom. It is our great pleasure to present Sheriff Dean Biskely of Los Angeles County. Sheriff Biskely. Good evening, my friends. There's no saying that there's honor among thieves. During the racketeer days of prohibition, the press, the literature, 
Square and the cinema of the nation made much of this alleged firm code of ethics and honor which prevailed in the underworld. We law enforcement officers who should be in a position to know find little evidence of this asserted quality in the criminal. We find the opposite. There is no honor among thieves. Yes, sexual lawbreakers we find is a conscientious creature who is interested only in saving himself. The story which we bring you tonight from the office of my Bureau of Investigation tells of a group of self-styled hard guys who operate upon this unsound logic. They ran through the form, just as they all do. But when you bring any would-be big-shot criminal out into the open and take his gun away from him, he becomes the most spineless, loathsome, and skulking parasite our civilization has produced and foolishly tolerates. Now a word to the youngsters who may be listening. Don't believe that these criminals you hear about on calling all cars are dashing, heroic, and romantic figures, for they are not. They are dishonest, lazy, and stupid. Dishonest and lazy because they would rather steal and earn a living. Stupid because they think they can get away with it. And boys and girls, they never do. the Christmas in 1932, Mrs. Grace Walt and two girlfriends who are house guests have just retired when there's a knock at the door. Bertha Gray, one of the guests, goes to the door. Oh, who's there? Is Grace home? Who is it? Okay, Mrs. Just a minute. What do you want, Grace? Never mind what we want. Well, look here now. You can't push me out here like that. Don't be good. Please, if you hold up, it's just not that personal. Stop, please. Stop, Stop you. I'll let you have it. Oh, don't point that gun at me. You scare me. All right, keep quiet, then. Just a minute there, Mrs. Walsh. Where do you think you're going? Why, why, that is... Back in the bedroom there. I want to talk to you. You two, into the bedroom here. Oh, me? Yes, you. Joe. Yeah? Come on in here. Shorty, first to join. Okay. What are you going to do, kill us? Oh, no, don't worry. You two just sit down on the bed there, back to back. That's it. Now, Joe, tie them together with a bed sheet. Why? Fine. <laughs> Looks like a pair of Siamese twins. Now, Mrs. Walsh, give me a diamond ring. I haven't any rings. Listen, lady, I ain't got any tender monkeys. Now, you give me those rings or I'll let this get go right in your face. You look pretty then, wouldn't you? A hot lead slug might make your mascara run a little, huh? You can't frighten me, you hoodlum. I ain't trying to. I'm just telling you what's going to happen to you unless you're driven, drill quick. Oh, tell him, Grace. Let him have the ring. Why, my goodness, he said he shot me. The bullet might kill me, too. He hasn't got the nerve. Oh, no? I'll give you a three to tell me where they are. One, two. Oh, Grace, for heaven's sake, tell him. Are the rings all you want? What else you got? Nothing. You don't think we're interested in your mouth, do you? Where are the rings? They're hidden in my shoe under the bed. Huh? Right in front of you. Oh, yeah, I can. Is this all there is? Yes. You can't get anything for those rings now. You know diamonds are cheap. Yeah, I know. But so you can't get a hundred dollars for them. I'm afraid you're right. That guy sure played us for suckers. Putting a finger on this joint. 
Well, he said that stuff is worth a grand. It cost me nearly a $1,000, but you can't get over a hundred for them. You've got to sell it to a friend. But of course, I know where you can get more for them. Where? I'll buy them back from you. For how much? I'll give you 500 for them. They mean a lot to me. They have a sentimental value. Tell them back to you and have you squawk to the bulls? Not much. I won't squawk. I swear to you. You'd better not squawk. Look here. See these plugs in this gas? We'll fill you full of them if you squat. But I won't. I just want to get my rings back. Well, I'll get in touch with a man who'll talk to you about it in a couple of days. Thanks a lot. And remember, no squawking to the top. Aren't you going to untie us? No. That mall that's out cold in the other room will unleash you when she wakes up. Come on, boys, let's get out of here. I must say you three are perfect gentlemen. <laughs> Hey, Sadie, got a pair of pliers? Yes, I did in here. Bring them in. Okay, honey. Sadie, did you call that double-crossing socks and tell them to get up here? Yeah. Can you imagine us singing a joint like that first? Guaranteeing us that there'd be a grand at least in it? No, we get a free bum diamond ring. Here are the pliers, honey. Okay, thanks. Now, this pride and sparkles out of the setting, throw the gold away. Well, how about that one there? That's pretty swell-looking stone. That's setting itself ought to be worth something. All right, we'll keep that one the way it is. Say, Mickey. What is it, Joe? I don't like the looks of this thing. What do you mean? I want to get out. Okay, get out. Yeah, but I want my cut. How can I give you a cut when I don't know what it's going to be? Well, you could give me, say, uh, 30 bucks, and I'll forget I ever went down there with you. What's the matter? That cold suit? I don't know, Mickey. I just don't like it. Okay, strong then. When do I get the door? When we puddle the ice. I'll let you know. Okay, Mickey. No hard feelings. Nah, forget it. You know how it is with the wife and the kids, and I don't want to get in no jail. Yeah, I know how it is. Not strong. Well, so long, Mickey. So long. Huh. What a yellow rat he is. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on him. He's clear at the top of a hat. Don't you think we ought to bump him off and make sure he don't? Not yet. Just keep an eye on him. See where that is, will you, Sadie? Okay. It's set, Mickey. Send him in here. Well, boys, why don't we go? Why, you double-crosser, we ought to rub you out. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's the beef? I ain't done nothing. You told us there was a grain in rocks down there. Well, there is. Here, call him. Call him Mr. Look. Three bum rings. They ain't worth $100. The dame herself said so. You offered to buy them back for $500. And that's the most we could get for them anyway. Now, wait a minute, you guys. How much do you know about diamonds? Well, anybody can see that these aren't worth anything. Yeah? That's all you know about it. We ought to rub you out for giving us a bum steer like this. I didn't give you no bum steer. Well, I can go out and get a grand for this one ring here alone. Alone what you can get for those two smaller ones. You can? Sure. Okay. You take the ring and get a grand for it. Wait a minute, Mickey. You ain't gonna let this cheap tin horn walk out of here with that rock, are you? Say, hey, Shorty, I heard about enough out of you. You ain't heard nothing yet. I've got a mind to fix you. All right, Shorty, cool on. I don't see no sense in letting this mug have the ring. Listen, Shorty, he knows where to puddle it and we don't, see? Well, I'd rather get a hundred for it and have the sense in my pocket than let him sell it for a grand and never see the color of his money. I ain't gonna take a powder on you. How do I know that? Listen, Shorty, Stocks is on the up and up. He'll do the right thing. Well, if he don't, I'll take him for a nice long ride. <laughs> 
You sure sound like a tough guy, Shorty. I know, my racket. And I say you don't get the ring. And I say he does. You want to make something of that? Well, if he don't walk back here with a grand, it'll be on your next two minutes. Don't worry, boys. I'll get you a grand for it. I know a gambler down on Spring Street. He'll buy it. To the gambler on Spring Street goes Scott Fleur, the finger man. Within a half hour, he's sitting in the big Scott's office. Well, sir, what can I do for you? Only little girl. I had London money. I got security. What? That's what? Mm, ain't worth much. I know it. Where'd you get it? What do you care? I don't. How much? Well, let you have a hundred bucks on it. That's okay. There you are. Thanks. And do a little gambling? Maybe. Doc does a little gambling that night, and before he leaves the joint, he has lost the hundred dollars. Next morning, Mickey calls him. Hello. Hello, Pat. This is Mickey. Yeah. You get the bill for that room? Say, uh, Mickey, I'm in a spot about that. Oh, what do you mean? Well. To tell you the truth, McKay, I lost the ring. You lost it? Yeah. Where? If I knew, I'd go find it. I stuck it in my vest pocket when I left your joint last night. When I got downtown, it wasn't there. There was a hole in my pocket. And now all that puts me with Jody. Yeah, I know, Mickey, and I'll try to make it up. Just give me a couple of days, and I'll raise some dough somewhere. You better raise some dough, and you better raise it fast. <laughs> That is the last Mickey hears a stop. Several days go by, and he and Shorty travel to Long Beach to try to find him, but no one has seen Fox for a week. Shorty is going impatient. Two weeks after the robbery, he is sitting with a friend, drinking home tea. If you ask me, Bill, I think they're pulling a double fault on me. My guess is that Fox stole the ring and took the dough with Mickey. I think that mug is holding out. Yeah, I wouldn't, Charlie. I never did like Mickey anyway. Yeah, you know, nobody can double-cross me and get away with it. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have a showdown on this thing right now. Well, if you need any help, start on me. Okay, you're in. What are you going to do for it? I'm going to call Mickey over at Sadie's place and give him just one more chance. You gotta be reasonable about this. I've been reasonable, Mickey. 
Now I want that dope. I tell you, I can't find Chuck. I told you not to give him the rock in the first place. I know you did, but I thought he was on the up and up. How was I to know he crosses up? Well, I could tell by looking at him. Anyway, I don't think he has crossed it up. He lost the ring and he's trying to raise the dough somewhere. Oh, yeah? Sure. Naturally, he don't want to get in, in touch with me until he has it. Listen, you talk like a baby in arms. Well, I believe his story. Well, I don't. Now, listen. I'll give you until midnight to get that dough. I know, but Christ, what do you want me to do? Blow up a bank? I can't do anything. My hands are tied. Okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go down to Long Beach and try and find that house. And if we do, we'll get that dough out of him or drop him off the dock in a barrel of wet cement. I'm sick and tired of this stuff. I want to see him just as bad as you do. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Come along, Bill. We might need your help. Yeah, you might as well. The three men go to Mrs. Ransom's car, which Shorty had previously borrowed, and start for Long Beach. But they never arrive. As they are approaching the Spring Street Bridge over the San Diego River north of the city. Got any idea where you're going to look for Chuck? Yeah, I have, maybe. How about you here, Cody? Just a good move. Pull up. There's nothing out here. No houses, nothing. What is Chuck be doing out here? I ain't interested in that. Get out. What for? Don't give me your argument. Get out. What's the big idea, Shorty? This is a showdown. You understand? Yes, but... Uh, I'm doing the talking. Your turn to come next. I want to know what you did with the money from that rock. I never got no money for that rock. I told you the truth. Doc stole me and told me he lost it, and I ain't seen him or the ring since. You're lying, Mickey. Doc stole that ring, and you split the dough. That isn't true, Shorty. Listen, Mickey. Nobody's ever double-crossed means I waited. Now... What'd you do with your pocket money? I ain't got no cut, Shorty. I swear to God, I ain't. Well, what is this stuff I'll give you? Shorty, you did it for another man. No, Shorty, Bill. For God's sake, don't. Don't. I've been telling you the truth. I swear I can't. I can't take it, huh, Mickey? Sure, I can take it. Sure, I can. I got more guts than you ever had. I ain't got nothing to lose but my life. I'm clean. I'm on the up and up. Go on, rub me out. Rub me out and see if you can take it. You're a big shot with a rod in your face, ain't you? You're a cheap little hijacker. Yeah. Well, can't you do a better job on that? Here. That did the work. Come on, Bill. Let's jump him over this bridge here. Come on. There he goes. Yes, I believe. 
What is it, Tempers? Oh, hard. I just found the victim's coat. Hmm. The Light Hotel, South Broadway. Mrs. Sadie Ransom, proprietor. Connor, go to this address and see if you can get a line on this court. Better take the hat and watch along with you and bring this ranch and move down to the morgue to identify the body. It'll be there by the time you arrive. Yes, sir. Right away. And while Deputy Sheriff Warner is speeding toward Los Angeles, Gordy returns to the hotel. Oh, Gordy, I've been going nearly crazy. Where is he? Where is he? Take it easy, baby. Take it easy. What you do? What happened? Making him out, double crossing. What do you mean? Where's Missy? But please don't tell me. Missy's dead. I bumped him off. Oh! I'll pipe down your feet and set. He's dead, please. Dead. Missy? Dead? No. No. I can't believe it. It's so. And you killed him? Yes. I love you, Missy. Murder? I got a wife and kids. I ain't hot. What job do you want with Mickey? 
Oh, I wasn't on any jobs with you. No different. Well, only one. Where? Well, I only drove the car down and drove it back. I'm clean, I tell you. I just drove Mickey down there. Mickey and Shorty. Then I drove them back and they showed me some diamonds when they got back. How many diamonds? Oh, a couple of three rings. I'm clean, I tell you. When was this? Oh, Christmas week sometime. Hey, sounds like that great war robbery, Jeb. All right. What did you murder any for? I didn't murder Mickey. I ain't seen Mickey since that night. All right. I was in on that robbery. But I didn't do no bump off. All right, then. Start talking about that robbery. And while Deputy Sheriff Barner speeds toward Mrs. Ransom's hotel, Joe and Priyantis Bill tells the details of the great Waltz robbery. Talks fast to save his neck from the long stretch from which there is no rebound. And at the hotel of Mrs. Ransom. Hello, Mrs. Ransom. What is it? He just went out for packing his cigarettes. What is this, a run-around? No, I swear it is. Come here. Sit down. He'll be back in a minute. I told you to keep him here. It's okay. He'll be back. I ain't holding back on you. I got a little girl. I ain't getting mixed up in trouble. When did he come back? About half an hour ago. What did he say? Well, he said, I read the paper, and I told him you were looking for him. And he said, what for? And I said, they want to question with his friends. They got Joe this morning, and he turned around real quick and he said, What? He did, that. And I said, Shorty, I said, Don't you think you'd better report to him? I told him I promised to call you, and he said, Okay, call the boy. I can prove my alibi, all right. And then you let him go again. No, I didn't. Listen, here he comes up the floor now. Right, okay. This is Deputy Sheriff Barnard, Shorty. Yeah? Yeah. I want to ask you a few questions, Shorty. Okay with me. Want to take a ride down to the captain's office? Sure, I just love to ride in police cars. Come on, let's go. Hockey, self-assured, Shorty's haze of coming to Deputy Sheriff Barnard at headquarters. Heard her face, Captain Bright. What's your name? Fred Hayes. Have you been arrested before? Yes, twice. What for? He can pass one, pay the $10 fine. And the second time? Picked up for drunk, then they let me go. This picture here, Marcelli County number 7228. Who is that there, my name? You? Yes. An alien, huh? Yes. Who is Fred B? I don't know. Fred Miller. Never heard of him. And Joe Miller. Not the one that wrote to Joe's book. I don't know. Really, your memory is bad. But they're all aliases for Fred Hayes. How many times have you been in this jail? Twice. Only two times I've been in jail in my life. Oh, come on now, sure. You've got a record as long as my arm. It's all here on this time. Suspicious of burglary, forgery, passing bad checks. You've been on the bad books for five years. You're an ex-con, and you served two years of a 14-year sleep in Clinton. Isn't that right? Well, what are you asking me for? You, you didn't know all about me. You're down right, I do, and a lot more. Now, why did you kill Mickey Erno? I didn't kill Mickey Erno. Ever on a gun? No. And what did you tell the empty shells around in your pocket for? Sound like loose chains? I don't know what you're talking about. You showed Mrs. Ransom a handful of empty shells after you came back and told her that you bumped off Eno. Now, why did you do that? I ain't talking. No? Well, that won't do you any good. What did you do with the diamonds you stole from Mrs. Walsh in Long Beach Christmas week? I ain't talking. And how about that poor girl you smacked in the kitchen? I never smacked any woman in the kitchen. No? And Mrs. Ransom tells you she's threatened to bump her off if she talks. Well, I, I can take the seat, but I ain't going around smacking beans or threatening any beans. You've got some interesting witnesses lined up who will say you did. 
Mrs. Walsh has already identified your picture. I never smacked anything except that Marla hit with a beer bottle once. I didn't hurt her none, and she had to come to her anyway. Now, we got Joe Enzianti upstairs, and he told us all about that robbery in Long Beach. And the boys are bringing in such brewers. And Mrs. Ransom is worried more about her little daughter's future than she is about your threat. And she told us all that she knows. And that'll be enough to put you in a tough spot. Listen, I, I can take it. See, you, you can't scare me. I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to make you see sense. Looks like I'm going away for a long time. Looks like my neck's going to stretch. But I can take it, see. Boy, how I can take it. You can't scare me. You can't make me talk. I'm hot. Who is in on this job with you? I ain't talking. Why did you bump off Mickey? I ain't talking. Why did you bump off Mickey Yerno? I ain't talking only. Only what? Only I can take it, see. Boy, how I can take it. Go ahead, stretch my neck. I can take it like a man. Criminal deputy Sheriff Bright and his efficient officers got them all. Shorty Hayes received a life term in San Quentin for murder, and Bill Doolin, his partner in crime, got the same measure of justice. Sox Brewer went to San Quentin for robbery, and Joe Entrianti, pleading guilty to robbery, got two years in the county road camp and eight more years probation. The, the ironic part of the thing is that Mickey Erno had been honest with Shorty, but Shorty operated on the opposite theory from that of your law enforcement officer. With him, everyone was guilty until he proved himself innocent, and he didn't give hapless Mickey Erno the chance to make the proof. Thank you, Justice Three. To boys and girls, Rio Grande offers free gifts. And to all motorists, Rio Grande offers more speed than you can ever use, more power than you'd ever need, more mileage, more value for your money. You get all these extra features free with every gallon of Rio Grande cracked gasoline. And it costs you no more to buy this tetraethyl seated gasoline, refined by the most costly and elaborate cracking process known. This patented process gives you something found in no other gasoline. Police car performance. That's only police calling all cars, attention all cars. Attention all Los Angeles County Sheriff's cars. Cancellation brought 108 regarding a dead body found north of Long Beach. This case is now closed. That's all. Close the Get your latest copy of the Calling All Cars News. Given away wherever Rio Grande cracked gasoline is sold.